0: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Let it rain!
2: You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain?
1: Make it rain.
2: Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, people, here we go on a Thursday as we uh, as we pick up the pieces here, put it all together, help you make it rain on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, plenty to get to here over the next couple of hours. He is Dane Martinez. I am Joe Ranieri, guys. Thank you very much for hanging out with us as, uh, as we try and uh, recuperate from that um, the crap that we watched last night—that was considered to be a NBA Finals game—that was about as uh, as big a yawn fest and cure for insomnia as you uh, as you get. But what does it all mean moving forward here now that Toronto is up two games to one? We'll dive into the numbers. We got some baseball news, uh, some things that we'll talk about there. Of course, tonight NHL Game Five, pivotal. Game five here in the NHL back in Boston. Series is tied 2-2. And, you know, we always say that pivotal game five, right? Somebody's got to. Whoever wins that game five got themselves a leg up here in the series. And even so in the NHL, even more important tonight, and I got a lot of money riding on St. Louis here to be able to win tonight. So I'm not going to jinx myself, but let's just say, go St. Louis. Need you tonight. Not only that, I need you in, uh, in six. And I got to tell you, Dane, it finally happened. Uh, the story came across. It was emailed to me this morning. And does it just drives me absolutely crazy. Because how many times have you ordered Chinese food, right? And yeah. take out, you go in there. And, of course, at the end of the meal, you get the uh, the old world-famous fortune cookies, right? Sure. Best cookies in the world, right? Especially sure. with ice cream. And then when you open up those fortune cookies, right, you read, uh, you know, like, go to bed with, you know, itchy ass, wake up with smelly finger kind of thing, right? Something you like get all that, of that yeah. right? Yeah. And then you turn it over, and there, there's there's these numbers, right? And they're supposed right. to be your lucky numbers? Yes. Yeah. Well, you played it them? happened. Guy in North Carolina just won $344.6 million. Off of a back of a fortune cookie, yes. played the exact numbers. Those even numbers. has the actual fortune cookie that he he actually saved it and played. I would too. Those I'd frame numbers. It. <laughs> yes, yes. Two hundred and twenty-three lump sum. First of all, it's one thing to to grab the numbers wow. and be like, all right, let me. But you actually have to make the effort to hold on to that you know that slip there that that, that little fortune right. cookie you have to actually go make know the effort it's to play hit,
3: right like you got to keep it right. for a few days in right the exactly right. cuz
2: you're not running to the lotto you know you're not running to the lotto machine right afterwards and right. be like all right let me go play these numbers so you actually had to make the effort to hold on to that keep it and then of course go and play it and then you held on to it even after that and how many times yeah. should we say it right you want to be i would um any day of the week i would much sure. rather be ass lucky all right, sure. then really, really good at uh, at something and still lose. So I will take the uh, the really, really, really lucky. Have you ever done it though? Have you ever taken those fortune cookies and actually played those numbers?
3: No, I've never played the numbers. I, have I you do, ever there said was... you
2: were going to? Have you
3: ever said no. like, you know what,
2: I should go no. play these?
3: No, I have not, Joe. <laughs> you know what? What I have done is like, uh, um, there was one fortune that I got that I thought was like really cool. You know, and right. I and I like kept that in my wallet for like maybe six months when I was a teenager. You know, with like okay. a with like a little talisman that my Puerto Rican grandmother gave me of the Virgin Mary or something like that. You know, right, right. Um, but that's about it. I'd say that is as far as it goes. I don't even know. Like, do they actually play? Do they actually have six numbers? Right? Like, you need six yes. numbers, right? Are the fortune cookies actually even six numbers?
2: They are six numbers, dude. They oh, are. There you ab- go. And the dude who actually invented that, by the way, I, I remember a story on this. There was a guy that actually came up with that idea to put it. And he basically to the fortune cookie manufacturers, I guess, came up with that idea. And they started that guy made sure millions of dollars so, doing it because you, you know, and I both know, first of all, if you open up the damn fortune cookie and you read it, it's not because right. you love the taste of fortune cookies, especially no. those stale ass cookies. You're doing it because a part of you is like. All right, this could be the truth here, man. This could there could be right. something unveiled here that could uh, that could change my life, and it actually happened to a dude, and I cannot believe it.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. Enough. What I learned growing up is that whatever your fortune is, you're supposed to add the words "in bed" to the end. Yes, to make it, also- uh, you know to make it good. <laughs> but here's my thing. You know how sometimes Joe, where like uh, a random deli or whatever sells like the winning quick pick or the yes. winning whatever they put up like a big sign outside right. like you know, a million dollar winner what here or whatever it is right right what does the chinese food store do now you know where where they have yes, exactly say, their fortune cookie led to you know whatever you said like a 221 million dollar hit i would if i was the chinese food place i would try to manufacture some pr some buzz out of this like Clearly, they are the luckiest Chinese. They're, like these have the best fortune cookies. I would, I would start to promote <laughs> if I was the Chinese food store that we have the best Chinese. Uh, you know, the just the best Absolutely, Chinese cookies dude. on earth. Do you
2: know how many people would go there just, just exactly. to get the damn fortune cookies because, because somebody else would they're... want.
3: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> right. With that, That's a great idea. As a matter of fact, we should reach out to this place, and we should be like, listen, man, we'll run PR. We'll run point for you.
3: Their rating, right? The A, B, C. Because you know right. the Chinese food store, first of all, does not have an A rating, right? Oh, so they absolutely. need something right next to it to counteract the mentality. So the random passerby is going to be like, oh, wait, it's a B, and maybe mm. we should go in, honey. But wait. Right. we. But their, China, their fortune cookies might hit us the lotto. So we right. should go in. Literally, there should be a poster and a sign right next to their uh, rating. That should
2: be the first thing you read when you go to Yelp, man, is that when you get to the dining red, you're like, oh, honey, look, Oh, look, somebody just won $344 million from a fortune cookie here. Why
3: don't we go eat there? Doesn't make a difference about anything else. Me and my fiance are like, hmm, what should we order out tonight? Like, that would break the tie for me. Thank you. Thank you. Ridiculous.
2: I can't even win a two-team parlay on favorites, and this guy's winning fortune cookie millions. I can't. All right, coming up, make it rain somewhere without a fortune cookie. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: To get your complimentary bottle, text youth to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
1: to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com
0: right,
2: people, we've got ourselves a 2-1 series now in the NBA Finals Warriors Raptors what did we learn last night? Well, if you managed to uh, stay awake uh, long enough to watch the end, there, there were a few things that we could uh, we could pull away from that game last night. Not many, but there are a few things that we can pull away. We'll talk about those coming up here as we make it rain for you on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It was a uh, it was a night of bombs to say the least. I think.
1: Leonard trying to get the ball, Curry's on him. Here comes the double team. Leonard trying to split. Almost traveled, Van Vliet throws it up. Oh,
0: he puts it in! A rainbow from Van Vliet!
2: Yeah, it was... Curry shake and bake, three-pointers.
0: It goes! Steph Curry with a bounce!
3: And the lead is cut
2: to eight. Yeah, it was a unbelievable performance by Steph Curry. 47 points in a finals uh, game. I think just the second player outside of LeBron last year who did it against Curry... Uh, to score uh, that many points in a finals game. Great stuff by Steph Curry. Really, it was quite obvious early on that if Steph Curry didn't score, nobody else was going to score. One of our big questions, of course, was where are these other points going to come from? And the answer was uh, nowhere uh, because they didn't come from anybody outside of Steph Curry, and every time he tried, much like uh, LeBron last year, similarly, Game One last year, you guys will remember, LeBron was—he right. was outgunned. He was out. He was doing everything in his power to keep the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, you know, in that game and and try to steal one, especially Game One. And everything he tried to do, uh, it just—it came up a little bit short. It was very similar with Curry last night. And unfortunately, it was not going to be enough. I'm actually shocked it remained. If it wasn't for Curry, this could have been a 40-point loss, in in all honesty. It was, there was no juice. There was really no, the crowd was never really in it. It Looked like they were too busy taking selfies and uh, eating sushi. And uh, what a difference between the Oracle and uh, and Jurassic Park there. Big, big difference. And they were never really in it. Uh, the crowd wasn't in it. And neither was. A lot of lackadaisical effort on. And I don't care if you're not a scorer, really. I and mean, this has always been the thing that, that bothered me about Golden State, especially betting on them throughout the year, is that defense is all about effort. I don't care that you're right. not Clay Thompson. I don't care that you're not Kevin Durant. I don't care that you can't throw up 47 in a game. But you can you can actually defend like you can play some damn defense. All right. And make it at least difficult for Toronto to score. And nobody was doing that. And I give Toronto. Uh, listen, they had all the answers. We talked about it here on the show last night uh, yesterday, Dane, right about the, the one thing that has remained consistent with Toronto is that they have in every playoff game in series. They do a great job, second, in fact, in getting those wide-open looks with no defender within three feet of them. The problem is they're in the bottom of the uh, of the rankings when it comes to making efficiency shots with that. So they get these wide-open looks, and they never make them. And it wasn't just in Game 3, uh, Game 2, rather. They had done this throughout every series. So that was concerning. Would they make the wide-open shots? And the answer was yes. Uh, Danny Green figured out his stroke. Uh, Lowry yesterday. Van Flick. All of these guys, they found that they didn't miss those open shots. And once again, uh, you know, Looney's absence uh, all of a sudden is a lot bigger than I think people gave it uh, credit for. The defense wasn't there. When they did turn it up there at the end of the first half, you saw what a difference that made, where all of a sudden... And this is the frustrating thing about betting on Golden State all year. Like when they want to play defense, even the second, even the the bench guys, when they played defense there for the final six minutes of the the second, it was a different team. It was watching a totally different team, which is what allowed them to keep it or allowed Steph Curry to keep it as close as possible. Uh, But they just, they never maintained that. Uh, that intensity there, which drives, I know drives, and uh, you know, reading all the comments, it drives Golden State Warrior fans bonkers because you can see what they can do, and then for very long stretches, they just disappear. And doesn't matter that you can't drop 47 like Steph Curry. You can certainly have made it a little bit more difficult for Toronto to score. And anybody who had the under, which, by the way, was bet yeah. down to 211 uh, mm-hmm. at, at tip-off, yeah, I feel for you. I mean, you knew, you knew the over was going to hit after they're scoring thirty odd but there was no defense played in the first whatsoever. So uh, frustrating night for Golden State Warrior fans. But the minute that Clay Thompson was ruled out minutes before the start, what did what did people really expect to happen last night? there, Dan, I mean, was there really were Golden State Warrior fans really going, "Wow, we've got a chance here"? Because um, I had posted last night. This is what happens when you. there's a difference. Yo, that between, video was
3: crazy, by the way. That right. Video was crazy.
2: But there's a difference between supporting <laughs> a team and betting on a team. Right. Yes. And those aren't mutually exclusive to one another. Right. Like you can support a team, but you can fade that team and, and to the benefit of your pocketbook and to the benefit yes. of your <laughs> bankroll, because anybody who was a Golden State Warrior fan, you didn't make money on that game last night. You got nobody to blame but yourself.
3: Listen, if you're a Golden State Warriors fan, and by the way, I am, I'm true, che- I'm cheering for them sure. in the series, both, both in heart, mind, and soul, and with my wallet, with a series bet, you know. But if you were, uh, if you're backing them, you know what you should have done last night? Bet Toronto plus five, five and a half, and then hope Golden State wins by two. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> what you should have done last night. But I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, Joe, we gave it out yesterday, okay? You, we were talking about the number of assists. Golden State needed. You said the magic number was 30. They wound up with 25. And it plays out, right, because it was Steph Curry – you know trying to put it all on his shoulders there were less assists there um that was a number a key number you talked about a key number i talked about was toronto's field goal percentage because as you mentioned the idea of them having open shots but sometimes that team just struggles to make shots and they go in the toilet for stretches and that that would be dangerous joe they shot 52% from the field yesterday you know so it was there and then here's the thing for me the way i viewed it you, it was interesting that you mentioned LeBron James in last year kind of trying to do it all. And we saw what Steph Curry uh, was doing with his 47-point effort. By the way, if when you heard Klay Thompson was ruled out, if you could still get the prop bet of Steph Curry over points, you should have run to the to the window, to the computer, to the, the phone, whatever it was, and bet that over on Steph Curry because you knew it was going to come from him and nobody else, and he delivered with 47 points. But the way I saw it, honestly, Joe, all – playoffs long. We have been talking about the Toronto Raptors, Joe, as like Kawhi Leonard and who else would support him? Who would be the Robin, right? And ironically, last night, that just completely flipped. It was like for Golden State, who would support Steph Curry, right? And the answer was no one. Who would emerge, right? And then for Toronto, when I look at this box score, Joe, honestly, okay, Kawhi has his normal great game, right? 37 and 6, but Siakam has 18. Kyle Lowry, five three-pointers and clutch. He's in a zone. He he knows what's on the line here, Kyle Lowry, hitting threes, unfazed by fans pushing him, you know, every single time. Danny Green hitting six threes, you know, Van Fleet hitting threes. The supporting cast was there. There was a point, I think the third quarter, where they were going back and forth at each other, and they were making shots. It was exciting. But to me, it was the fact that the Raptors had a lot of other guys ready to step up. That was a team effort, and instead the Warriors was a one-man act. We call Kawhi the one-man show for Toronto. Last night, it was Steph Curry as the one-man show and a full-on team effort. By the Toronto Raptors, and we've got a series. It's interesting right now, Joe. The Toronto Raptors are the favorites to win the NBA Finals.
2: No defense in the first half by the Golden State Warriors. Actually, embarrassing uh, to in a lot of different ways there. And I know Steve Kerr was was pretty pissed off about it after the game, and and he should have been because listen. I, Again, you're not Durant, you're not Thompson, but at least provide some sort of resistance. Do something in the first half to make up for the lack of firepower that you had. Give Steph Curry a chance to actually cut into the lead, but they didn't get it. Uh, But ultimately, like we've said, it's one game. Now what happens moving forward? Well, you talked about Mm -hmm. the series pricing. We'll talk about the game pricing and what happens next year on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish,
3: Jeff Nelson joining us. Eleven runs the Marlins scored, and you've been covering and watching them all season long. What do you think has been the key to the turnaround here for them on offense?
0: You can see the attitude that they, you know what, we're, we're starting to learn how to win. We're starting to learn how to expect to win. You know what, we got to have some pride in ourselves. Yes, it's okay to be here in 2000, build towards the future. But I think you can see an attitude, Jesus. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern, on the FATSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers you know when you lose a, a, an all nba type basketball player in clay and clay and an all-star um it definitely you know it, it changes their team but i mean steph had an unbelievable game you know and 47 points is, is pretty impressive
2: and it was kyle lowry there toronto raptors uh clay thompson surely missed by the team yesterday. Good morning. Welcome in here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we make it rain. Dane Martinez, Joe Ranieri. I think more than anything else, though, it wasn't the offense uh, that uh, that Clay Thompson brought to the table that was missed as much as the defense and the understanding of what an elite defensive player he is. Uh, Durant, by the way, I don't think gets enough credit for as big a delete uh, as a elite yeah. defender that he is in his own right. Uh, I, I do think that the Warriors could have put up a much better defensive effort that would have made this game a little bit more interesting. And don't I'm not taking anything away from Toronto. They made the shots that they needed to when yeah. they needed to. But that 52.4% from the field, guys, includes mm-hmm. an entire first half that it looked like a warm-up line. There was absolutely – I've never seen so many uncontested layups – I and around the, I've never seen anything like it. It it really was in many aspects yep. embarrassing at a, at yep. a, being at home and allowing these guys absolutely free reign to the rim. I've never seen anything like it. No res, I mean resistance. Any resistance would have been great, but yep. that fifty two point four. And again, I'm not taking anything away, but understand. They were 44 from deep, which was great. 44% from deep. They did, you know, Danny Green was fantastic. Henry, Lowry is great. Kyle
3: Lowry, yeah. Guys, made that some.
2: first half padded that 52.4%. It sure was, did. I've never seen that many. In a NBA Finals game at home, you know you're shorthanded. And to have that many uncontested layups and quite honestly just point-blank shots with nobody between you and the rim. Uh, it was really disheartening. Boogie Cousins was just nowhere to be found. Uh, I mean, what do you – and I, we weren't sure what we were going to get from him because we were kind of lulled into game two thinking, wow, 28 minutes, he was really good. But listen, the, the truth is wh- he was all over the place last night. He, he didn't bring uh, nearly the same – he couldn't rotate, he couldn't keep – Gasol from backing him down. It was quite honest, uh, quite honest. Uh, Honestly, Nick Nurse, hats off to him. Another guy, we talked a little bit about Steve Kerr being underrated, but Nick Nurse, first-year head coach, he looked at what Boogie brought in game two and went to Gasol and others in Ibaka and said, guys, you got to make him work. You've got to go at him, attack him, you know. Go, Go get him, make him work. This is still a dude who's playing, you know, two games after being out over a month and a half, half, make him work. And it uh, and it and it showed. I mean, Gasol had his way with him. He couldn't rebound. He couldn't finish at the rim. He was trying then all of a sudden to do too much. You know, all things expected for a dude that hasn't played in two months and then all of a sudden is thrust back into the NBA final. now finals. has pressure
3: on him to deliver right. because his friends are not around. He his should have seen it. I mean, there.
2: overzealous, turn it off. It, it was to be expected. I would have liked to have seen him maybe even take a step back and try to do a little bit less, but that's not what you're going to get from a guy like Boogie Cousins. I mean, the guy tried, I don't fault him, and Steve Kerr didn't have a choice but to continue to play him because they don't really have anybody else. Or right. else you going to I thought go? did I mean, a better Bogey job.
3: got 22 minutes. Yeah, yeah I mean.
2: Bogut did a better job than Cousins did, and you know, unfortunately, it is what you it is what it is. I mean, they had all the right answers. Toronto could not lose that game uh, right. at all. They knew that they came in there, they did what they had to do in their house. And if you're wondering if that kind of performance uh, maybe, oh, I don't know, uh, a little disheartening to the uh, the Warriors, here's what uh, Draymond had to say after the game.
3: No one, you know, no one care that guys are hurt, everybody wants to see us lose. So I'm sure people are happy to hurt. We just got to continue the battle and win the next game, go back to Toronto, win game five,
1: come back to Oracle, win game six, and then celebrate fun times ahead
2: there you go fun times ahead and of course i think draymond's being a little facetious there but the reality is we've got ourselves a series which dane yeah we do we've been saying this for uh for quite a while here that expect six or seven games from these two teams that uh you know we had warned that we were just an injury away, right, from this getting real, real injury. Anything
0: can happen, I guess.
2: And yes. it you know, if it could go wrong, it has gone wrong for exactly. the uh for the Golden State Warriors. But they're not gonna feel sorry for themselves. And and I can tell you this, I, I know this to be without a doubt true. They will adjust just like they have all time again, straight up loss. Uh even if and they, they do expect uh Clay, all indications are that Clay will be back, it's Durant. That again remains the question mark. Nobody will commit on Kevin Durant one way or the other, which tells me everything you need to know there. Uh, but Clay is, is I, I almost guaranteed to go. He, he could have went last night, but I think Carr realized the, the situation and said, "There's no point in uh, right. what's the point in playing him." Let they were even a you know a sixty percent Clay wasn't going to make a difference in that game last night, so. Uh, They made the right call, as far as I'm concerned. And I do expect them, even if he can't go on Friday, right, tomorrow, even if he can't go, I do expect the bench players or role players to, now that they were thrust into that, they'll be better. Uh, Steph will still be Steph Curry. There's not a whole lot you can do. I I am shocked he was open as much as he was uh, last night there. But 47 points, I I think we can stop with the whole Steph Curry is – you know uh not elite talk uh for those uh, lunatics there on social media who somehow think that you know it's it's always been everybody else and not Steph Curry yeah um it, it's quite obvious just like lebron who had 51 i believe in overtime last year that game one loss yeah the first you one. know Steph had 47 in regulation and if it wasn't for him trying to get a few guys involved early on, probably right. have scored six. Could have been no problem. <laughs> right. Been more. Uh, but the lines are out and, and the uh, the early lines indicate um, they absolutely think uh, Vegas thinks that we're going to go ahead and see at least uh, if not Clay Thompson, but uh, Kevin Durant or both as the line exact. remains five and a half. Yep. The over under the total is finally changed. It's moved up to 216, which shouldn't be surprising. Uh, defense Defenses uh, you know when these two teams want to play defense, they play defense. But I I think it's it lulled Vegas and a lot of other betters into thinking that somehow these two teams were just going to come out go but they were going to make it impossible to score and we that was not what we got. And outside of that five minute drought at the end of game four, can can I tell you something? The over should have hit in all three of these games, uh, and they. It was just they went through these little stretches in the games where there was no excuse. Like, you can't go over five minutes without scoring a damn point there at the end of the game. That would have went over. Last night, the second half total was 108, 107 and a half. Uh, for the second. That flew over. Uh, you kind of had a feeling watching that in the first quarter that, yeah, the over was definitely going to be to play, and finally Vegas adjusts. I'm going to be interested to see what happens with the early money here today Will they hammer the over now? Will recency bias get in? Will the public go, aha, forget this defense thing. Let's push it up. Will we get an overinflated number on that total? Maybe pushing it up to 218, 219. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see because I do expect the defensive effort, at least no matter who plays on Golden State tomorrow night, I expect that to be a hell of a lot better. So keep an eye on the total. That's going to be an interesting play to me tomorrow.
3: Yeah, and you talk about the effort, you know, and, and, and let me let me let me think let me say this in two different ways, right? Effort and talent are two different things, right? Yeah. At one point in the game, uh, Van Gundy said, you know, in all honesty, the lineup the Warriors are running out there tonight would not make the Western Conference playoffs, right? That is a talent thing. OK, mm-hmm. and they were shorthanded. Right. No KD, no Looney, no Klay Thompson, uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, less than far less than 50 percent Andre Iguodala. Right. And Iguodala, Klay and KD are all the main defensive guys on the wing for a guy like Kawhi Leonard. The talent was not a normal Golden State Warriors. However, Joe, we talked about yesterday, you know, the pressure Luck video uh game show thing we were saying they were pressing their luck but they weren't actually pressing their luck they were in essence giving it away last night and that was an effort thing you talked about the defensive effort Mm. we've also mentioned like the crowd effort you know not really being in it taking selfies it's almost like the golden state warriors because they knew they were shorthanded talent wise mentally checked out and gave it away Effort-wise, unless you were named Steph Curry. You know, the defense wasn't there. And I think that was kind of what's – now, it's not an excuse. Don't get me wrong, okay, because this is the way it can go down. You can beat the Golden State Warriors two ways. One, you pop your head off and pop your head up and have the Picasso game, game one. Or there's a way that the Golden State Warriors' bar of excellence gets compromised. And that's what happened in game three. So I still believe that a healthy, full, zoned-in Warriors is the better team. I still believe that. But these Toronto Raptors are playing defense, are not scurred, and are now only two wins away. We can say, oh, the reason this happened in Game 1 was X. The reason this happened in Game 3 was Y. But if we're talking about that one or two more times, the Raptors are your NBA champions, right? So the, the, the opportunities are starting to whittle away. But I really do believe the, the, the crowd noise, the effort was not in that building, and they had the kind of working margin of between, oh, I don't know, 7 and 12 for most of that game. They got it down to 7 a few times and then could not come up with the stop they needed to get it down to 5 or 4, which really I think would have changed the narrative and the flow of the game. But to me, it wasn't a talent thing. It was an effort thing.
2: Good point. Yeah, no, quality point by you, man. It's so true because defense is all about effort. And kudos to the balance on the Raptors. They're just the second team over the last 20 years to have all five starters score at least 15 points in a finals game. Uh, Kudos to them. They made the shots, but there is not over yet. Just getting started now. Two games to one. We'll dive into the numbers and maybe some of the series pricing and what the best way to make it rain is. We'll do that coming up. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Eight hundred nine six one thirty six thirty one, eight hundred nine six one thirty six thirty one, eight hundred nine six one thirty six thirty one, eight hundred nine six one three six three one. All right, guys, time to put your money
2: where your mouth is. Take a shot. Opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Simply go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid You get a free bet of up to 500 bucks. It's a free bet up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Whether it's point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college or pro sports, you guys are in control. Simply go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And welcome in here. Plenty going on, of course, as we are in the midst of uh, of the NBA Finals. Game three now, two games to one. Toronto game four tomorrow. NHL game five tonight. And let us not forget here, just about an hour or so, we've got ourselves a little uh, little golf, little RBC Canadian Open. Which is, uh, which finds itself, this was usually on the schedule, this was a tournament day that was played after the British. And okay. uh, because of the the changing of the schedule now with the PGA Tour, it finds itself you
3: know, proceeding. He does not care about this.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, eh, well, I don't know about that because he did okay. uh, happen to mention to a reporter yesterday that it's the Canadian major. So that's uh, that's kind of what you got. This is Canada's National Open. It's actually, guys, one of the oldest events uh, in, in the country here on the tour. It's, a, it's 110. There's been 110 of them, 110th edition. It takes place around Canada, by the way. So they rotate, much like our U.S. Open, which is in Pebble Beach next week. They do the same thing uh, in Canada. It's at the Hamilton Golf Course uh, this week. Now, a couple of guys have had some success at this golf course in the past. So we do have a couple of plays here for you we'll throw up on the screen. Uh, I can tell you right now, Webb Simpson, definitely a guy that I like going into this week. 20 to 1 price on that, Dane. And the reason I like him is because this golf course, unlike what we saw with Beth Page, Uh, Yeah, you and I could probably drive a couple of bar fours here, uh, which is why somebody like Dustin Johnson is at plus five hundred, you know, as well as Brooks Kupke here. (laughs) Yeah, very reachable. But what that means is guys like Webb Simpson have a great opportunity here to be able to, uh, you know, be able to do it. They're not long, but what they are is great iron players. They're in the middle and. A lot of these guys, what you're going to see in this, like the Bruce Kupkas of the world, ahead of the U.S. Open, they're there because of sponsorship obligations. You'll see RBC on a lot of side of the guys' bags and stuff like that, but you're like, why would they not take the week off before the U.S. Open? Well, there's there's some obligations that come when uh, when you, know, you have the name on the bag, and this is one of those. But uh, Webb Simpson's not a guy who's a top-ten player who's doing this out of obligation. He's doing it because... There's money involved here, and there's a good chance of him winning. So at 20 to 1, I like him. I like Scott Piercy, too, 25 to 1. He's actually the reigning champion at this golf course. He won it seven years ago here. Uh, So he knows this golf course. He's also had six top 20s in the last 12 starts. So he's in good form. Love that. I do like uh, Mackenzie Hughes. Why? Well, he's Canadian. So, how do you okay. uh, how do you not sure. go? And he's at 100 to 1. So, <laughs> there's only been one other, I believe, countryman that's ever won, the Canadian Open, it was Pat Fletcher in 1954. So, there's 10 Canadians in the field this week, but come on, at 101, you know, the if the golf guards align, you you know, what a story that will be and I want a piece of it at 100 to 1. And also Shane Lowry's a uh, another guy too that you you can't overlook the Irishman here. Uh, he's in actual real good form right now. I think this is a guy that uh, will definitely be able to. This course lines up for him. He's had a couple of top tens at this golf course over the years. Uh, European player, really good ball striker, and he's been kind of on fire over at the European Tour. So. Give me Shane Lowry, too, at 50 to 1. So we got a couple of uh, you know, a couple of 20s. Listen, if you want to go Brooks Kupka at eight to one, or if you want to go uh with our boy there, uh Dustin Johnson at five to one, go ahead. I you know what I mean? It's I just uh I can't I can't five to one in good conscience. He's sure. gonna drive all the par fours. He's gonna drive the par you know, he's gonna be putting for Eagle on all the par fives, but they do have Four monster par threes on this golf course which is what makes it interesting the par threes are like 240 yards what 230 a, a yards yeah, okay yeah so they're they're it's a little challenging from that standpoint but i just can't i can't bet five to one favorites uh and the canadian open on the golf so i need to give me a give me a mckenzie hughes at, at 100 sure. to one, dane all right and i will uh i will roll it and we'll actually have some uh we'll have some matchups as we move along here through the week, though, because there are some, you know, you got Bubba Watson here. You do have some. You got some big okay. names that are in this tournament. The problem is motivation. We always talk motivation, right? right? That's Dan, what I was going to ask. Are they exactly. there for money,
3: or are they there That's because they be have to point. be there? That's the yeah, big or question. not there. even because they have to be there. One of the things I was going to bring up that I, I saw, I saw an article, and uh, I think with about Brooks Kepka, even not that he doesn't care necessarily, but here's the thing, and we've talked about it before. Sometimes in these tournaments in between the majors you've mentioned it before Joe that guys their motivation may not, may not be the sponsorship but their motivation may be like fine tuning elements of yes. their game right. ahead of the majors right so it's like at, you know spring training baseball you know like you can't look at the stats because maybe these guys are just working on hitting to the opposite field all day you know mm-hmm. that sort of thing or the pitcher is just working on his changeup All day and that would be my concern with betting this event to be quite honest at all Joe right like you you, we talk about motivation and you say like do they want the money in the purse that's here for the Canadian Open or you know is it because of the sponsorship I think a third option is that they're there purely to get reps in and if that is the case then I don't feel comfortable betting some of these guys when I don't know if they're really prioritizing their score this week. Or, you know, like knowing that they've got the right fade shot for next week when they need it, you know, at the U.S. Open. That would be my hesitation on this event.
2: Yeah, keep an eye on Furyk, too. He's along with Scott Piercy in the past. He's won at this golf tournament at this golf course. So I didn't put him on the list, but he's another guy. Obviously, Furyk's been playing really, really well. So any sort of top 20, maybe top 30 for a guy like Jim Furyk is probably easy money. And the thing about Dustin Johnson is he's married to Gretzky's Gretzky. daughter. He loves Canada. He loves this. In the years past, he's always been here. He's he's mm-hmm. won it uh, before at other golf courses. This is he's always top five. Like he loves Gretzky this
3: tournament. Well, yes, she's always
2: there. there. Yes, she is uh, always here at this. And he really does. You know, he's a guy it. that. Doesn't have to be, but he is a guy that he's definitely well-deserved at 5-1. to He should be because, quite honestly, he's going to be driving these par 4s and the par 5s. It's going to be hilarious. So uh, can somebody else take him down? We'll see. But do keep in mind, it's interesting, next week, this time next week, we're talking U.S. Open here, guys, Pebble Beach. So uh, to your point, there might be a few guys that are on this course here, some guys like Rory McIlroy, for instance, you know, or Thomas, Thomas, the yeah. guys that are working on their game, as opposed to uh, guys that are really interested in, in in going low and winning the tournament, because we all know. Uh, and and Brooks Kupka, congr- the guy you gotta love him. You know, hey Brooks, what another tournament? You know, what do you think? You only win at majors, and he was like, hey, this is the Canadian major, so
0: <laughs> so he like, got- hasn't
3: picked up a golf club <laughs> since the yes. damn PGA. You yeah, know what right. I mean? So exactly. it's like, are they steer? Are they working towards this week, or are they working towards yes. next week?
2: And that's a legitimate question. So that's why guys like Webb Simpson and yeah. maybe and Sergio Jim <laughs> yes. Furyk, yeah, these Video guys, guy, these like, are
3: the tournaments they can win. You know what I mean? I'm force Eric Stenson, in for example, you know Stenson what I mean? Also, like, yes, another guy. guy. Yeah, I know is always around the fringe. He's like he's um, capable. You know yep. what I mean? And he's the guy that I can see popping his head up in a tournament like this, you know, and love, I got him at big that. money, you know, something like 25, 30 to one. This yep. scene, you mentioned a guy like Furig, I'd throw a Snedeker in there. These also, are the kind of guys, mm-hmm. right? That yep. may, um, this could be their kind of week. Uh, yes. Um, in the, in you're the, uh, absolutely correct. Yep. Bombs. I mean, that's those, what I mean.
2: I, throw, you mean Mackenzie Hughes, a hundred to one. He's Canadian. Nobody knows the golf course better than he does. You know what I mean? So why not? Yep. What we're talking about. Got
3: our boy JJ Spawn there as well this week.
2: Yeah, I know Spawn. Yeah, we we're never going <laughs> to forget Spawn. We're going to be fading him every uh, every week. There are a couple of matchups we'll uh, we'll talk about next hour. There are a couple later in the day. Coocher, uh, Sergio, some actually big name guys going head to head, and the pricing's actually there's some value there. So we'll throw a couple of those out for you. Uh, hey, also, you know stanley
3: and his caddies in Mexico. I wonder what happens with his caddies in Canada.
2: Yeah, no, it's his, it's his legit dude, so it's his, okay. uh, it's his buddy, so I don't anticipate there being that much yep. of a problem. Uh, game five tonight, Stanley Cup, 8 o'clock, NBC. Of course, St. Louis uh, traveling back to Boston. The zigzag has been really good. Can I just tell you, zigzagged again last night, right, in the NBA? So,
3: yeah. Yeah. Full effect.
2: so I'm hoping tonight that that actually – uh, that stops and St. Louis, I think this could be the opportunity for them to kind of put their foot down. A lot of people, Vegas included, one of the big uh one of the big games circled and see from a series pricing standpoint was game six. A lot of people, blues and six, really thought that this would kind of be we'd get this. You win one, I win one, but where are we at? Game five, right? That pivotal game five tonight, St. Louis has shown as good as Boston is, they're a little beat up. All right, they got some injuries, and Boston—I mean, uh, St. has now shown. Hey, we can beat these guys. They can beat them. They won the last game in uh, in Boston. They just won the last game at in home. So there's. I like the pricing too, uh, Dane. You still got them at 135. What are you showing at uh, at the our friends with the for the, the uh, for the, the game and series? End series?
3: Yeah, for tonight, I see Boston minus 150, St. Louis plus 130. And for okay. the series, I pretty much see the same thing. Boston same is still thing. a favorite, minus 150. The Blues are plus like 120, 130. So to ah. be honest, Joe, this seems still mm. very parallel to the NBA playoffs. Right? You know, how, it's crazy. not my thing, but you're saying like the big favorites are now banged up and the mm-hmm. underdog has proven that they can win, mm-hmm. can beat these guys. You know, it, the aura is gone. Sounds a lot like the NBA finals as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, Char is doubtful, uh, you know, right. it, it, and it's shocking because he's only got a broken jaw. And I know uh, <laughs> Bavona will probably uh, attest to that, right? Bavona is a little soft there, Char, with a broken jaw. Like, he can't play jaw, with a broken wire jaw. It up and let's like, go. what's up with that, dude? Like, seriously. Um, uh, Grizzly, too, by the way, also out for the. So their defense for Boston. Little problematic here, a little oh, thin, much like Golden State. The so I think for Golden State, right? yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's gonna be interesting, but what a chump, man. Just broken jaw. Like rub some dirt on it, brother. Get well, back in it. You
3: grind through
0: that, right? I mean Price? when it comes to when it comes to the NHL and the Stanley Cup, yeah, I wanna I wanna play. <laughs> Just, yeah. give me, just give me one of the protective masks, you know? Yeah, where's so those like, one of those
3: face
2: masks or something? Listen, to that guy's credit, Chara, though, like he broke his jaw and then came back on the
0: bench like in the last love game. It. So, like, he was love he it. was st-
2: <laughs> still there, though. So you, you got to love that.
0: You know something, Joe? I'll never, ever show disrespect to any hockey player, especially oh. <laughs> like Zidane Oshara, who I yeah. hate. I hate that guy. He's such a yep. jerk. Nobody <laughs> likes him. But, yeah, but damn, do I respect him. Yeah, Damn, do I respect him. If he doesn't play, whatever.
2: Yeah. I will say this, though, Dane. If you wanted to throw a flyer just because you wanted some action tonight, the sure. over has cashed in three of the first four games in this series. The over first period is cashed in every one of them. And St. Louis is 9-3 and three to the over in the last 12 games following a win this year. So, I already got my fix.
3: So Joe I'm betting MLS and NYCFC tonight.
4: Don't worry. Oh gonna-
2: I love it. I love it. Degenerate <laughs> Central. Hour two coming up here.
4: Taking it
1: Full-time fantasy. Most people right now
2: are just really worried about Gurley, right? So if everyone has that sentiment, he's going to fall,
1: and you have to decide. Now, if there's big money on the line, I'm not touching him. Oh, for sure. But in a best ball draft, if he's falling here, maybe I'll take a shot in case I'm wrong. Maybe he's fine. Maybe he's maybe he averages
0: 15 touches per game, and that's that works for him. But I just don't see how this is going to get better. The only way it will is rest. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
4: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call one 800 carmats WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America.
1: Hi, I'm Keith Evans.
2: All right, here we go on a Thursday. Megan Rain, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez, uh, Royal Canadian Open, uh, getting ready to go uh, underway. Dane and I were just uh, throwing out a couple of uh, uh, first-round matchups there that you guys might want to take a look at, as well as some top 30s there, Dane, including, uh, and I love this, uh, Furyk, uh, you said top 30 there at minus 130, which I think is very... uh, Isn't
3: he more of a, like... You know, accuracy, shorter player.
2: That's him. Yeah, he's an older guy. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's uh, half a month away from the senior tour. But he's also in great form. He's got, uh, you know, he's got four top uh, top 20s here over the last couple of weeks, including the majors. Uh, Yeah, he's been playing really, really well.
3: And he won at this course. course. So so I'm going to make this bet. You talk for a little while. I'm going to go. No, this is
2: a guy that's. And he's won at this course for the Canadian Open uh, before. Him and Scott Piercy are defending champions at this course. So. Uh, I love that. Uh, I love that bet. Top 30 over there at minus 130. I definitely yeah, think there's some two, value. I only got
3: two minutes to get it in. Hold on, John.
2: Yeah, hurry up. Get your, get it yeah. in there. Also, a couple of first round, and I think this is going to be interesting. Uh, first round matchups today only. Brooks Kupka taking on Justin Thomas. Kupka is minus 125. Thomas is plus 105. The thing with Justin Thomas, guys, is he is still, this is only his second tournament back from wrist uh, from a big wrist injury. He, uh, he wasn't that bad in the opening round last week uh, but uh, at, the, at Jack's place at the Memorial, but then he shot 80 in round two. So he's a guy that's still working on getting back into shape. I mean, he's one of the world's best, but not in form, certainly not in the same realm as Brooks Kupka. So I laid the 125 there, Kupka round one uh, against Justin Thomas. But to your point there, that Furyk top 30, brother, that's, uh, that's uh, what we Tasty. call... Yeah, it's tasty, baby. That is absolutely tasty. So there's a lot of ways to make it rain each and every day here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll dive into some Major League Baseball, of course, next hour. Uh, Some controversy right now in Major League Baseball. Uh, We got a signing in Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. Looks like one of the unwanted two is actually now wanted and will be wearing a uniform. So we'll talk about that. And, of course... The Yankees are now on a three-game losing streak, and the sky is falling, baby. The sky is falling. Shave
3: your beard, Dallas. You'll be, we'll yeah. be fine.
2: He's coming, baby. We'll talk about that coming up. Hour number two. Make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.